Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 41. Shopping lines. Great to have you back. Cue the thin Lizzy. The boys are back in town because Doc Ward is across the way. Welcome back. Great to see you. How are things on your end? Uh, Doing great. You know, the pollen is gone. A rain swept in a cooler front. This is what spring really feels like. We got a little scared there. It went straight to fucking 85, 90 degrees for a week or two. And Didn't mind the taste. You know, Doc wasn't ready for that. It's not what the doctor ordered. Yeah, ease, uh, ease in from the winter to the summer. Get a little bit of that spring action in. As we're seeing around the way, nice mid-60s, beautiful sun out there. Golfing weather, grass growing weather. Shaping up for a great weekend. We need Nutter's Crossing to really come into full form over the next week or two. Yeah, going to be out there, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Mm. So, excited for that. It'll probably be the first time I play. Shout out Jason and his impending bachelor party. Yeah, shout out to Jason Bloom. We love him. Now, have you been practicing a little swing in the side yard? Just getting those golf muscles up and firing? I probably should to some extent, but this is when you start the golf unit. (laughs) It's like, well, this is kind of self involved, but you guys will love it. It's funny because we are actually starting that next week. Mm. So (laughs) there you go. See, Kismet, Kevin Kisner. We're excited that it lines up so perfectly. Producer Joe on the track. As always, as well, all the boys are here. We're going to jump right on in to some playoff action, starting with the NBA. And it has been as good of a first round as I can remember. Yeah, really good stuff. Uh, A lot of interesting teams, a lot of interesting storylines, some basketball and some extracurricular. Absolutely. We'll start out east first, though. The 76ers sweep the Nets. Mm. Who saw that coming? Right. Uh, Joel Embiid is dealing with a sprained LCL that came out today. And becoming more unlikable by the day. I I wouldn't mind if they beat the Celtics. Well, but, sure. I mean, I'm no I, Celtics I fan, it. and they're kind of, I'm tired of that anointing that happened with them. But they look like they could be on the ropes. Who would have thought? Trey Young was just dealing the other night. He went crazy in the fourth quarter. He took 33 shots on the game, made 14 of them. But Who does he think he is? Jimmy Butler? I, I think you mispronounced Himmy. Yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> that's was. right. Uh, we'll we'll finish up with the Celtics and move to him real quick, but they they did have a bad loss in Boston, kind of spoiled around Robin. Now they got to go back down to Atlanta. They're moving a Janet Jackson concert as a result. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Apparently the uh, wow. I guess the Atlanta arena people did not have much faith in the Hawks going far in the playoffs. That is funny how that always works. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we totally scheduled like a whole concert series, but turns out. You guys are in the playoffs. Awesome. Nice. Well, and I'm sure Janet Jackson doesn't mind. She'll just hit him on the way back. Yeah, I think they're I think they just pushed her a day over. So maybe they maybe they kind of flex some of these spots around then. And if I'm her, it's just like great. I'm gonna get a little PJ and go to Miami. I'll see you tomorrow night, you know? Absolutely. I guess they're worse places to hang than Atlanta though, so Yeah. It's nicest time of year too, I'm sure. No. If I'm her, I go to the fucking game. Put me in the box. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. And I just sh- want to get a feel for the space. I want to be here tomorrow night. <laughs> and it should be free at that point, so she's being so accommodated. Oh, right. Yeah, it's like, oh, sure, totally comped up. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, as you mentioned, though, Jimmy Butler against the Bucks, they were he came out really strong in the first quarter. They were trailing late into the fourth. I think he had like 16 points in the last three minutes of the game, three or four minutes. Those two back-to-back threes that he made – that Miami crowd was just insane. Electric and him just going, I love this shit. This is my shit. Oh. And so pumped up. And there was a great reaction gif or shot of uh, they pan over like kind of behind the bench and in like a little empty corner and in a folding chair is just like Pat Riley. 
and he just has a soft little smile and he's looking up at the jumbotron you can just like imagine what he's saying in his head and how pumped he is what a love moment. the heat way what a moment they uh the whiteouts down there and not to pat myself on the back but i if you go back a couple apps maybe a month or so ago before the playoffs started i said you keep an eye on the miami heat Hey, and here they are knocking on that door on the Bucks door. Who would have thought that? Up three to one. Closeout game is that tonight? They are playing tonight in Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee takes that one. I don't think they're going to go out like a chump at home. To I mean, the Heat are still the Heat. They're not, you know, they're not the like best a, in the league. Superpower. But they were, I think, maybe one of the worst three-point shooting teams all regular season, and the Heat are the number one ranked three-point, you know, shots made in the playoffs. Just had to bring in Duncan Robinson. Right. Little white boy off the bench. (laughs) Kid can shoot. So that's been an awesome series. Uh, Three games is going to be tough. There were some people saying that the Kevin Love charge – that hurt Giannis was a dirty play, and I, I think that that's very silly. I don't know if you saw that. It was just a basic charge. Giannis fell hard, and a lot of people were ripping into Kevin Love. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. But there was – I mean, talk about dirty plays. You got Dylan Brooks hitting LeBron in the nuts. I mean, the uh, – Draymond stomping on – Sabonis. Sabonis. That was bullshit. I mean, that's – that wasn't great. I mean, he deserved that suspension. Um, and then you have, I mean, what the Sixers got in a little dust up the other night. It's chippy out there, folks. And whoever was talking about the old NBA and the new NBA is soft. It is nice to see some of these heated oh, rivalries. Yeah, I invited as well. Absolutely. Uh, wrapping up the East, Knicks and Cavs been very competitive so far, but the Knicks have been getting the better half of things. They're up three to one. That game's in Cleveland tonight, and that's also a great storyline. Like the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. I mean, they're a fun dog to kick when they're shitty, but they're awesome to have hanging around when they're doing well. I mean, Madison Square Garden alone is such an energy, even it on was TV. Rockin yeah. And then you get on to fucking 7th Avenue and all the loud mouths, you know, bing bong, bah, 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 taking their shirts off on national television, just talking New York shit. It's so great. That's what you want. It's the mecca of basketball finally getting some fucking relevancy. Yeah, I'm I'm not too mad about it. I don't think they're going to go into the finals by any means. I don't either. They're competitive. And I don't think they're going to, they're going to have to wait to get home on Friday night to close that thing out at the garden. Cause I just don't see them doing it on the road. I mean, if they did more power to them, but I'll, uh, I'll go on the record thinking they do get it done tonight. Nice. Seven o'clock Eastern time, but we're going out <laughs> Check west. Your local listings. Yes, sir. <laughs> Some later games, we actually have the Lakers playing Memphis. We we brought up Dylan Brooks, the nut shot, mm-hmm. talking about poking a bear. And then he no comments after games four and games five. Both games, and then even Jaws been quiet, and he was like, oh, the only people I'm worried about in the West. It's like, God, these fucking posers. And we've been beating that drum on chopping lines for a while as well. They're so unlikable now. Yeah, and Dylan, I mean, John Morant's at least one of the most electric players you may ever see. And, and he's fun. been great. And he's great. He dropped 46 or 45 the other night. I he's mean, come on, that's great. awesome. Dylan Brooks is a fucking chump, though. He really is. He sucks. He went, and he wanted to goad the GOAT into trying to drop 50 and prove a point, and the Lakers would probably end up losing. Well, what does LeBron do? 20 points, 20 rebounds. Like, let's go. And the AM one on Brooks. Yeah, which was an amazing layup. That driveway. I mean, he went right, but that's one of the harder shots you see made, really. It's just, it's not a gimme. No, it, not at all. Dylan Brooks is a fucking clown. <laughs> and he was <laughs> like what he came into the game the other night, or like into the arena in like his like Austin three sixteen. He had like a black so leather vest with no shirt and like, and like cut off jean shorts. So fucking looking lame. like a never nude, like Tobias Finke. He blew himself. Yeah, that was that was terrible. He's been awful. Went three of thirteen the other day before he got ejected. Right. Just like yeah, waste. Get the, the fuck out of here. Like stop touching the ball. <laughs> get out of here. 
Stop touching LeBron's balls while you're at it. Getting yourself in trouble. Denver closed out against the Timberwolves. Denver, bah. Not really too exciting of a series there. No. But look at, I mean, Jokic just ho-hum. I mean, he's been playing really good ball, too. But quietly, and look at them already through to the next round. Imagine after all of that talk of him and Embiid and who the MVP would be, what if the Sixers end up getting bounced in the first round? Well, they've already gotten through the Sixers. Oh, that's right. Or uh, what if they end up getting bounced in this coming round? And you they, see the Nuggets just keep going through with ease. So the Sixers would likely play the Celtics. Which that's what I want to see. Yeah, I mean, that would be a good matchup. But Denver is playing the Phoenix Suns. And that is official who just beat the Clippers 4-1. to Right. So that should be, I mean, that seemingly is a good f- matchup that worked through the cycle of the you know, previous series. I mean, two teams go 4-1. They were good all year. I mean, the Suns quietly. I mean, that's the thing. You forget when these series that get quietly settled in, you know, a sweep or five games, you don't get all those storylines. And, like, Kevin, when was the last time Kevin Durant was leading any talk show? It's been two weeks, you know, because we've had bigger things going on yep, between the work. Dylan Brooks and – Fucking Draymond Green, that ate up a whole week. The fucking to the stomp and blah, blah, all that shit. Literally. His suspension. So there's just a lot going on, folks. This is why we love the NBA and NHL playoffs. Yeah, they've been they have been great so far on the NBA side of things. Wrapping up the West, you've mentioned Draymond Green. That's been a great series. Tied two to two. They are the late game tonight at ten o'clock. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Barnes missed a late three. Would have been a nice little revenge for a team that kind of cast him off uh, after some of their first championships, I think, in like 2017. Yeah, I mean, there is that history there. So bricked it off the left side of the rim. And good for the Kings being back in this, you know, conversation. But there's something about those Warriors. It's just... They don't go away. You can't fucking count them out. You no. really can't. And now De'Aaron Fox is unlikely to play tonight. He has a fractured finger. Yep. And I'd imagine that'd be all she wrote because the Kings are a good team across the board, but he is the, He's the, the captain. He's the centerpiece. Yeah, he he drives the boat. So if he does play, he'll, <laughs> I be, <wanna> drive the <laughs> boat. he'll be far from 100%. Moving on to the Chell side of things. There is nobody that has advanced so far. There's nobody. Every team, every series has been competitive. We'll start out east. Carolina's up 3-2 to two on the Islanders. It's been a good series back and forth. Feels like the Hurricanes should be able to wrap that up. Toronto up 3-1 to one over the Lightning. And I love to see that because, A, I love Toronto and I love the original six. They're great jerseys. They're Toronto, cool city. And also, fuck the Ning. And it's the still Ning. fuck the Ning. Did you see Toronto's comeback the other day? They were losing 4-1 to one going mm. into the third period. And mm. they scored three unanswered and then won 5-4 to four in overtime. Love it. And I believe they won the game two days later, so that kind of sparked the jump up to 3-1. Yeah, it's nice after losing 6-1 that first game. Yeah, it didn't look good for them, but they've uh, they've really come back strong. A team that's notorious for choking there, perhaps priming themselves to do so right now. <laughs> we'll see. Like, wait, I, you guys have to let me swallow first before I start choking. <laughs> <laughs> like we can't. That's great. Uh, your Rangers. Yeah, the New York Rangers and the Devils. Really, I mean, a tale of two halves, if you're going to break this into, you know, the first two games and the last two. But I want to say the Rangers beat them like 5 1, Both 5 games. 1. It yeah. was like 10 to 2 in a point differential. And then the Devils come back and win two in a row. And, in New you know, York. They've looked better. I mean, they were good all season, but they were looking flat-footed in those first two games. Flat-footed, they were looking shitty. I mean, 5-1 to one in hockey is 
that's you're getting kind Ugly. of thrashed. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's turned into something great, you know. The bridge and tunnel posse are coming to play. So we'll see what we have in store. Uh, Madison Square Garden getting a lot of work here in April. As much as they've seen in recent years. Wonder how much it'll get in May. Hey, this is a big series to uh, determine some of that. The Rangers look really good coming out the gate, like you said, winning two on the road, outscoring them ten to two, losing both at MSG. Mm. Devils go back home, a ton of momentum. Docs Rangers maybe on the ropes. We'll find out. The last series in the East, Boston predictably up three to one. Predictable. <laughs> they are uh, really in a spot to put Florida out tonight. Not really a series that the Panthers had a chance in. Nice note for Boston. Orlov going over there is leading a postseason for the team with five assists. That's badass. The historic season goes on. I wouldn't mind this series getting interesting, though. What if, what, what? imagine a loss tonight? It would go against <laughs> my uh, steer clear, as we'll get to later. We're just setting the table, folks. Oh, yeah. Napkins out. <laughs> Utensils in place. We're moving out west, Seattle. <laughs> I was born with a plastic spoon in my mouth. The Kraken. And the Avalanche, it's 2-2. Two to two. That well, series has been great. Great series, and I love both of those teams. And also great emblems there. I On mean, both ends. Just look at that. Look at that S. Look at that A. Come on. The Avalanche is absolutely classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a team that's really been one of my favorites growing up forever. Sure. Uh, that's like you said. Back to the Adam Foot and Patrick Wadis. Yeah, Joe Sackick. And they were doing great work back then. They were a juggernaut relatively yeah. for a while there. And they've kind of, you know, they pop up and, you know, what they won a cup a couple years ago, right? Last year. Yeah. Oh, last yeah. See, COVID, it, it does things to you. All, the last three years have felt like nine. And, yes. you know, last year felt like two months. Yeah, I was. I was doing some blogging earlier about some minor league players, and just it was like you were thirteen in two thousand sixteen, and now you're a professional baseball player. Like, yeah, oh. I was like, that's crazy how that actually works mathematically yeah. now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, here we are. Um, so <laughs> great series out <laughs> Can there. You buy me cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, yeah, for the, sucks for them. Another another note. Previous cap, Justin Schultz leading the crack in this postseason with five points, four assists. What's nice cracking, Justin Schultz? The cap diaspora. Yeah, if we're going to trade him away, let's, let's at least contribute elsewhere. Right. Dallas has been in a great back-and-forth series with the Wild. They're up 3-2 to two overall. I believe that's going up to Minnesota, so don't be shocked if we see a Game 7 in that one. Edmonton, Connor McDavid, they played really well. Me and Joe talked about this, I believe, last week. They played really well in the loss in game one. Mm. And I kind of touted Leander Zadel, which Mm. I'm pretty sure he has been a a plus-minus or has been a part of the first 14 goals of this series, Uh, whether either being part of the 10 points he's accumulated which I think is like six goals, four assists, or just being on ice for it too. So that dude, I mean, Connor's great, but Drizadel's been like low. Yeah, he's he's the one that doesn't get the uh, commendation. We need Drizadel to get some shine. Drizadel, 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 I made you out of We're doing our best to do that here for the kid. That name will keep popping up, folks. Yeah, if they get through... He's going to just keep on making plays. Vegas, the Golden Knights, they're up 3-1 to one on the Jets. Happy to see that. I believe the Jets won the first game of the series, and then Vegas has <clears throat> rambled off three straight out in the desert of Nevada. Another they- previous cap, Chandler Stevenson, part of the uh, Stanley Cup championship, six points leading for him. Beautiful. He wants to get back. Golden Knights sounds just like a really shitty club. Yes. Your friend would drag you to in some weird city. Their game, <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. Their games though are fucking sick. Some it's of a the... strip club name, if anything. Right, I guess. But why are there all these tarps here? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Why are they in steel-plated armor? <laughs> is that chain link? <laughs> I have so many questions. I just need to keep coming back. Speaking of strip clubs, the Oakland Athletics have officially purchased 49 acres of land in Las Vegas. Mm. And it seems that the move from Oakland is all but done. Stadium production is uh, set to begin next year. There's nothing left in Oakland. They're Golden they did State moved to try across to the bridge. Yeah, you know, the Raiders went to fucking Las Vegas. To the be a travel destination. To Vegas. Yeah, yeah, no fans there, and they. <laughs> it really is a black hole now. <laughs> Sad to see. Um, a lot of Ace fans upset. Brought up on my soapbox last week how there's. A family of possums living in the uh, opposing uh, broadcast box. Possums so, in the opposing. Yeah. I see what you did there, Ted. We love that. Opossums oh, in the opposing. They might be uh, oh, taking over <laughs> a new home. <laughs> oh, you don't say. And the weird thing is the A's lease at the Coliseum runs out after next season. It's not the family of possum. That's not the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> in a stadium on like the fifth level. Like, how did you get here? Um, they're going to have two full seasons without a home necessarily. And that's assuming nothing goes wrong with construction. So someone should adopt them. Someone should bring them in. Yeah. Temporary <laughs> stay. Word on the street is they might go to a triple A park, but Ugh. yeah, that might be as full of a stadium as they're going to see for a long time. Is there no concern about like, uh, Outfield depth for pro teams to a triple A. Uh, uh, most of them are. Are they about the same? About the same ish, yeah. It's not. A, I'm surprised they egregious. wouldn't have built a stadium. I mean, that's the thing. It's like Vegas should just be fucking building shit and just saying, "Hey, come on come in, come on in," because we know what's going to happen. I mean, they've long talked about an NBA team there and lebron has expressed interest as soon like a year or two ago about like i want to be a part of ownership of if there's a vegas team so it's like let's just make that happen it's a natural city for all that for a pro sports team to be now but i i have my reservations on the a's there they're a terrible team right now they're horrible five wins um not a bright future particularly on hand it's very hot in las vegas during the summer well, that's, I mean, it and they, be, and they're in our, it's, it's a retractable dome. I mean, but, I don't even, like, I got, yeah, and retractable, if fine. That should just be, yeah, like, a dome. Straight, yeah. You're in the fucking desert, like. Yeah, then <laughs> I, I just don't, it's competing with so many things. I feel like if they're not a good team, mm-hmm. or if they're not playing, like, a Dodgers, a Yankees, or the Cubs, I don't think they're going to get any better attendance than they were getting in Oakland. And I don't think they're going to get anywhere near the fan, uh, the fan base, the true diehards that they had. And yeah, behind. that's true. I mean, yeah, but Vegas is such a transient city. I mean, obviously people live there a lot, but they're going to make their there. money. But yeah, I mean, it's a tourist destination anyway. So if I told you, Hey, you can go see an Orioles game and, gamble fucking a shit ton of money or yeah go party strip clubs whatever you do in vegas hell you could go see wayne newton come back later i'll make you pasta and i'll sing donka shane three or four times hey we're not judging you no matter what your choice is out there we'll see how it pans out it would be a lot cheaper to go to an a's game than going to a raven's uh raiders game sure or any raiders game for that matter but the one I would pay $1,000 potentially to see. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like... Yeah, I mean... I know that that Raiders stadium is like state-of-the-art. I mean, didn't they open it on Monday Night Football and they did a whole weird thing where it was like AI Al Davis? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, really eh. weird. Yeah, it's like, weird it's like, I'm glad that that never really took off because that's just creepy. And obviously... Uh, like a hologram or some fucking program thing. Either way, you're not going to the Raiders game to like bask in that stadium. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shouldn't you be. might go to, you might want to see a game at Lambeau, or you might want to go to Camden Yards or fucking Wrigley. Like, 
if you go to Las Vegas, you're going for everything but that game. You just happen to – your team's playing that week. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is a good way to, like, talk myself into going, you know? Check in on the scoreboard. You've got some money on it, too. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. Too much flossing. Too much Sam Rothstein. <laughs> Speaking of our teams, the Baltimore Orioles won 8 of 9. They're 16 and 8 overall. They've actually won today – over the Bow Sox to take the series two games to one. What a year it's been so far. The pitching has looked it looked terrible the first week. Sure. And it has been it's come around. great the last week and a half. It's been awesome. Cedric Mullins' bat's coming alive. Yes, love Cedric. And, uh, yeah, go on. But uh, the flying Rutschman, he's really the, the steady, the spirit factor. of that. Oh, Lord yeah. Mountcastle. At first, bomb squad at first. Come on, just fucking hitting fucking hard as hell. You got Ryan, I think of McKenna, I think of McKenna, I think of McKenna. Started out rough with him with dropping that so fucking shutout <clears throat> pop fly, but I think everything's settling in now, and we have a steady, sturdy, exciting young team. Oh, yeah. And a lot of pieces jumping at the bit in the minors as well. Uh, Colton Kowser had three home runs last week. Uh, I think he batted 391 off memory. Nice. He he went off. Uh, Jackson memory Holiday got a promotion. Out of the Dominican. Sure, yeah. sure. He had a bad one. Bad had a bad one against the. Uh, I mean, 391 off memory. I mean, they they should have put him to bed a long time ago. No bueno. Uh, Lou or uh, Joey Ortiz as well playing well in Norfolk. So they're. They're going to get someone good. That was a lyric right there. Uh, poet and I didn't know it. Uh, but we love to see what's going on on the farm, even if they're not winning a lot of these games. Like Aberdeen and Bowie each went 1-4 and four last week. But the guys we need doing good mm-hmm. are stepping up. Mm-hmm. Going to our divisional rankings, the Rays, Twins, and Rangers still ahead in the AL side of things, as they were last week. Atlanta is leading the NL East. And we got some new leaders atop the NL Central, the Pittsburgh Pirates, mm. which has been in a crazy story this year. Their best player, O'Neill Cruz, gets hurt in like the first week of the season, and they've just been running off games since they're eight and two over their last ten, sixteen and eight overall. Just kind of a team of castoffs and guys who've kind of been unrealized potential. Mm. But here they are. And the L.A. Dodgers taking control out in the NL West. Kind of felt like that was a matter of time. NFL, here we go. We'll kind of go in chronological yeah. order. Oh, <laughs> what on that one first, actually? Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, the trade's official. The oh. Jets and the Packers, they swapped the 13th and 15th pick. The Jets also sent over a second rounder for this year a sixth rounder, and a second rounder for next year that can turn into a first if the uh, or if Rodgers plays 65% of his snaps. The Jets also got a fifth rounder back for this year from the pack. So Rodgers... Some talking heads were concerned that the Jets got worked. Is that... I don't think are so. Are you seeing that? I don't think so. It's like, if he goes and wins you a Super Bowl, no matter what you gave up, they didn't get worked, but I'm pretty sure the Rams gave up more for Matthew Stafford. And obviously he might have had a little more in the tank, but if the end result's the same, you know, that's not too I mean, you know, you traded back two spots, you gave up a second, maybe a first. I think that's a pretty fair price for Aaron Rodgers, even though I do believe that he regressed last year. But he had a had his press conference today. He's up in New York. It is official. We waited a long time for it. Moving to Detroit. This was a little bit, a few days ago. Had a gambling story come out. Jamison Williams was the biggest name in them. But there were four Lions and one Redskins. Or Redskins, Jesus. Uh, The Commanders. Yeah, there's the whole name in between them. Uh, The Commanders, (laughs) they had a defensive end. All got in trouble for... Uh, gambling that was not legal within their contracts. Uh, two of the Lions players, Quintez Cephas, and I forget the safety's name, his last name was Moore, 
Uh, they actually bet on NFL games. They were suspended for, or I believe, the season. Uh, Jamison Williams and another wide receiver of the Lions were betting on other games, but just happened to be in a team facility, and they only received six game suspensions. But I don't understand why you couldn't just drive across the street to the gas station and put in the bet, or wait till you get well, home. Was this or we like, dealt with this? Was it Calvin Ridley last year? Who? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, Calvin actually betting on games that he was playing in, <laughs> sure. in parlays. But but yeah, exactly. And but he, but I thought he wasn't playing. It was when he was injured, wasn't it? And he was like that. Uh, was yes, part. yes, you're like, right. Well, I'm staying home. I might as well get some juice. I want to. Browse down. I want to be part of this the... game one way or another, brother. But. That's the slippery slope of the sports gambling thing. It's yeah, like the accessibility. It, yeah, it is accessible, and you know, it just murkies the water. It muddies the water a little bit, just because you know, I know there have long been stories of people betting on games or throwing games or trying to affect them because when you play, you can't. You you have the most direct ability of to anyone. affect the game. Yep. So I see, I, I totally get like the league-wide and sports-wide bans on athletes doing that. You can't have any If you wanted flags. to bet on fucking golf or baseball, be my guest. I mean, you're an American citizen too, but betting on especially games you're playing in and I don't think that really should sit well with anyone, really. No, I agree. Yeah, it's kind of like having a rat in the, yeah. in the locker I mean, room. Like, how can you think, trust anyone? If you think refs are on the dole, then don't think players aren't. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Players, are their job's a lot more finite than most refs. Well, yeah, and imagine it being like a whatever running back. I mean, they say a running back's lifespan is, what, three years? Yeah, and, and getting well, shorter. Well, you could make a fucking couple extra shekels if you just fumble late one game I'm getting cut anyway after yeah. the, after the season sure yeah and there's gonna I feel like we're at the tip of the iceberg with some of these stories I don't think it's gonna get too too out of control no but you never know because yeah. the thing is I mean a lot of these guys get paid so much you can't it's like I don't know don't people fuck are fucking dumb though yeah. they'll fuck shit up for trying to sell a pound of weed it's like dude you just signed a like 14 million dollar contract like what do you do alex collins <laughs> right yeah like, that Jeez. happened like five miles from where me and joe grew up <laughs> and wasn't he like asleep in the car with it like in uh, between his legs or some shit yeah, like a pound I, I thought he got like rear-ended oh yeah it was an accident or something accident. Yeah. oh yeah and he broke his arm yeah that's right or, like, <laughs> broke some and it was just he just had like yeah. a pound in the passenger seat yeah. or some shit it's like dude what it was probably like in the trunk got rear-ended, trunk popped open, cop was like, huh. There it is. Which weren't those the best, uh, like, jackass skits? It's like they'd have, like, you know, something. It would be like, bam, or Chris Pontius, like, naked in the trunk, and they'd have yeah, someone rear-ended, and they'd pop the trunk, and he'd run out in, like, the city street, and people would be like, oh, my God, like, what is what going on? what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Chase Young. Speaking of the Redskins football team commanders, did that on purpose for sure. Uh, they are now under new ownership, or is that still not official? Going not official. Um, but they are not picking up his fifth year option, and I didn't think that they weren't going to pick up the fifth year option. But I did think that it's possible that he might be traded tomorrow during the draft. Tomorrow, tomorrow. there's no impending rumors on it, but. They have a lot of line depth. They've got Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen. They just paid Deron Payne a lot of money. And Chase Young's been a little bit banged up. He's a big pedigree guy. Came out, I number like two pick dog overall. Food? Is that, he's such a dog, he eats dog food. Hey, the, the man's got to eat. But I think... <laughs> Let's face it, bones are for dogs. And I, and I did see a rumor that the commanders are looking to load up on picks for next year mm. to pursue Caleb Williams from USC when he comes out. Okay. And that's they're starting Sam Howell, who's probably going to suck. They're playing a long game. At least the next year game. So you heard it here first. Chase Young, he's getting traded tomorrow, if not tomorrow... Before Saturday, Mr. Mm. Young. Lamar tweeted, shout out SpongeBob, a picture of SpongeBob gritting his teeth against his lips. Uh, Odell 
tweeted out, book them. There's good vibes going around right now. Uh, I saw that uh, tweet, that SpongeBob referential on Chopping Lines Instagram story. Also, you know, all you folks at home, make sure you're following and checking in on that. A lot of good content. Oh, yeah. we Instagram, blog. It, it's, it seems like a deal might happen. Within the next week, if not within the next few days. And that'd be great. And there's been a lot of scuttlebutt surrounding D-Hop. Is that going to come to fruition? Or is that just a pipe dream, Ted? I think it's possible. And if they structure Lamar deal or Lamar's deal like Jalen Hurts' deal was structured, and it's a very it light-loaded front season. It takes a village. And if Lamar's getting DeAndre... He'll be willing to work with those numbers, especially if he's got five or six years with the team to spread that out over. Surely we'd have to rework it at some point anyway, uh, I would imagine. But I think that's gaining some traction. I don't think that's imp- – I thought that was impossible a week ago. I don't think that's impossible right now. Now, that'd be a Ravens team, the likes of which we've never seen assembled before. I, uh, I'd have an erection through my pants. <laughs> it couldn't contain it. It's the pleats. No, it's the pleats. <laughs> I couldn't, can't control myself. The draft does start tomorrow. Very exciting stuff there. Mm-hmm. Make sure you tune in. I believe it's start at eight o'clock tomorrow. Ah, it's so, and see the thing is, it's, it's so like late. and look, and I'll be a voice for all those people out there who are afraid to say it. I care about the results of the draft, but I don't give a flying fuck about watching it. Especially when you have the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, or the O's playing tomorrow night. There's a lot more going on than that. So, God bless the NFL and the draft. And I can't wait to read up on all the interesting picks and politicking that happened. Hopefully we get a Laramie Tunsil situation. I could always use a good gas mask in my life. Sure. But here we go. It's the start of the NFL season tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm i going to say confidently that I'm not with you in that boat. I will be watching the draft. Sure. But, I, you know, multiple screens. We'll, we'll see what we got and, going on. And this is a pod for everyone. Chopping wow. lines is for everyone. Absolutely. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for our final Mock draft with that. A lot of rumors going around. That second pick. Mach 3, Mach 4. Mach 3, actually. Yeah, right speed on. of sound. Shout out Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and shout out fucking, who was our guy? Chuck Yeager. Shout out to Chuck Yeager. Want to give another shout out. The man who did it. To Chief Keith. Walked Gervonta Tank Davis out for the fight. And yeah. I... I was not watching. I was busy so, so. at that point. I would have had to refinance the house if I saw that. Yeah. Chief, Chief Keith literally <laughs> yeah. walking out singing Love Sosa right next to it. It's like, yeah. This is, you run through a wall. What do you need me to do? It will get done. And Gervonta Tank Davis, a Baltimore boy. Shout correct? out. Not, uh, yes, sir. Not a role model. No, not at all. Regards. And that's, I meant to bring this up because he was. I know Tank is his nickname, but he was forever just Gervonta Davis. That was on posts, everything. I think there's been a bit of rebranding because it was just Tank Davis. So we're trying to maybe bury those. He's had a checkered past with his domestic abuse and things like that. But Enough smoke. Yeah, Enough he won't smoke. be the first boxer to have a troubled... Personal. No, not at all. And he put Garcia the fuck down. Body with that shot. I mean, shot. that was oh a quivering blow. I mean, you saw him just fall out. You kind of saw his body take that in for a second and then just be like, crumble. And I read, I, I've been trying to find it on a video, can't get a good angle. But apparently, Davis told him to get up, and Garcia was like, I, I can't. Yeah. It just was. Had it taken out of them. Well, and it, beat they, up. Just, they were hugging and kissing, and their families were hanging out after, which that's cool. I mean, but like they've said, someone said the other day, not great for the rematch, which we want. I mean, that would be a great rematch, but <clears throat> let's not pull back the curtain too far. I want you guys to hate each other. I. It was a really tough back and forth. I mean, Davis definitely was clearly ahead before the before mm-hmm. the uh, TKO. Sure. So I think 
there's so much money on the line. These guys will get up for it. Yeah. For I sure. agree that it's maybe not, uh, unless they're it's not looking story for it. Yeah, shit. yeah. I, mean, I think it's actually cool that they, it's like, yeah, we can go fucking throw hands and then we're cool. But yeah. you want your rival, like we were talking about with the NBA. Yeah. I, I like some that. chippiness. I like some shittiness. I, I do like to know these guys don't like each other and yeah. they're about to go 12 rounds. And it's genuine. Uh, we had Tottenham. In the Tottenham courtroom. Got genuinely smoked against Newcastle. 6-1. to one. They were losing 5 nothing after 21 minutes. So much so that they're refunding the tickets. An amazing story. That, that is awesome. But, wow, Tottenham is in a rough spot. And to have that game happen, that was what? Was that Sunday morning? Yeah, I was... With my brother, Jason, who sat in on the pot a couple of times. We turned it on. It was 5-1 or something. It's like, oh, shit. Like immediately. Like, this. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I've never seen it before where the players all chipped in. They refund. All you had to do was send in a like a stub or a, I love a picture that. of your ticket. Good yep. shit. Yeah. Yeah. If you play that bad, yeah, hold yourselves accountable. Speaking of Jason, we're moving to rhyme time. It's been a while. It's for been us. a while. Hasn't been since April the 5th. We're at the 26th now. Three weeks later. So going all the way back, I had two. Excuse me, I only had one hit. So I had one. I had Rom winning. So that was a nice call by me there. I put a little money on that, which is great. You had Bryson DeChambro getting yeah, cut. Bryson DeChambro. And he uh, lived <coughs> right on up to that. And your brother had a come-from-behind win on Sunday. Some may argue that the it being some of it starting from the round before. Yeah, I mean, it, but, it technically was a come-from-behind. On a Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Bloody Sunday. Yeah, finished that round three in the morning. I think Brooks was holding a four-shot lead, then withered to two, and then John Rahm just stomped on the pedal, played was... great golf. Brooks kind of felt to the wayside but phil and jordan playing together that final day both made fucking charges i think like a 65 66 out of them respectfully but that was really cool to see and sets the table for later on in the year phil's playing good golf if he can win a u.s open at 52 and fucking get the career grand slam that'd be sick spethy coming into the pga up in new york is also staring down a career grand slam and he's playing good golf right now it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun summer that for sure summers are hot my hot spot's hot too i got the lakers and lebron walking in memphis tonight <laughs> walking in memphis. traveling all the way to a win closing out the series flipping off dylan brooks i, I think they're so motivated right now Yes, I think so, too. Close it out and be done. Yep, and LeBron just doing LeBron things at this age is incredible. Anthony Davis has turned in some good games. He's also disappeared as of late. He really needs to play well for them to continue winning, but I think no doubt they will close out. I'm with you there. My hot spot, I'll go NHL and will stay on today that Kraken avalanche game we love that series tied 2-2 we're in denver give me the lanch the lanch winning game five ava lanch my uh top prop for this week i'm gonna take the o's over the tigers coming up uh tomorrow Always like those those games. It's, uh, it's usually seems to be back and forth, and uh, I think this time, O's got it. Just swept those motherfuckers last week. Kyle Gibson on on the bump too, up mm. in Detroit, Michigan. Should be a fun matchup out there. O's trying to start a new win streak. Hopefully, my steer clear. Got to steer clear of the Panthers up in Boston tonight against the Bruins. They're going to just bury him, win the series. No questions asked. Yeah, get to rest. I'm steering clear of the Knicks tonight. I think the Cavs will put up a fight at home and live to see another day. But the Knicks are just going to have to close it out at Madison Square Garden on 
Friday night. Worst places to be. Might be a bit of a gimme pick in the Athletics, so I'm going to say the Athletics lose their next three games, which uh, will be wrapped up by Saturday, I think. It should be two games with the Angels, one tonight, one tomorrow, and uh, one Friday against the Cards. Yeah, by Friday night, yeah. So. We'll find out. They do love losing, so we will see. My top prop, I'm also looking a little bit ahead. I got the Heat losing tonight in Milwaukee, as Alice Cooper so eloquently put it for us. <laughs> but I got them winning game six in Miami in front of a whiteout. It's going to be a wild crowd. You heard it here first. The whiteout crowd. Well, my top prop, I'm going to go touch on the Orioles again. Tomorrow, 6.40 p.m. Eastern against the Detroit Tigers. I got the Flying Rutschman and Lord Mount Castle each hitting a home run tomorrow. Would be pumped about that. I'm going to go uh, and say that for the first time since uh, 2004, the Toronto Maple Leafs make it past the first round Let's of go. the NHL playoffs. <laughs> Let's go, Joe. I love that. Uh, I think they're so primed for a fail right now. <laughs> but, well, we're twin track They've got that. three games to lose <laughs> just to win one. So uh, I feel like I've seen it. It's like happened to them last year. (laughs) It's what they do. They are so known for it. Just Uh, as sure as the wisteria blooms, it also chokes out everything in its path. We we will find out, Joe. That's a pretty safe top prop there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Damn right, Joe. We're going to be moving to trivia, though. Our first go-round of the month, which is exciting. Uh, we actually decided to combine April and May anyway, which ended up working out very perfectly. But we're going to be bringing on Correspondent Kev here. And we got Correspondent Kev back in action. Haven't seen you in a while. How are things on your end? Good, good. Glad to be back, gentlemen. Glad we can do a little trivia tonight. Mm. Cut it up a little bit. Yeah, we've we missed you. We gotta catch you before you're an official Ohioan. Form an official Ohioan. Mm, an Ohioan. Well, sir. One of us has to Ohio win trivia here yeah. tonight. I was about to say, although you'll be an Ohio win, it'll be a loss for the great state of Maryland. Uh, yeah, their their <laughs> game. True. But we'll, true. we'll still be able to chime in trivia though, so that's exciting. Thank God for technology. Oh, yeah. It's it's come a long way. So, we had mentioned earlier in the month that we're combined in April and May anyway. So, April. we're going to get right on into things. Question one of the dual month. Here we go. Question one. NFL draft looms, boys. Can't wait for it. Start with a one-pointer. What is the record for most quarterbacks taken in the first round of the NFL draft? Got A, four... B5, C6, or D7? Before we answer, was it 2012? No. Okay. We're going to flip. One, two, three. D, A, and C. It is C, six. Six, the infamous, well, I guess it's not infamous, famous, 1983, first round, John Elway, Todd Blackledge, Jim Kelly, Tony Eason, Kenny O'Brien, and some guy named Marino. Pretty good draft there. I mean, Elway, Kelly, and Marino. That's about as good as the quarterback draft. 28 picks in that first round. Seven went on to the Hall of Fame, which is kind of insane. A quarter of them. You don't see that a lot. No. No. Elway, Dickerson, Jimbo Covert, offensive tackle for the Bears. Bruce Matthews, great offensive lineman. Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, and Daryl Green, the last pick of that first round. Now, Bruce, is that the uncle of Clay? And yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Nice. Bloodlines. <laughs> Bloodlines. <laughs> That's right. That was a one-pointer, correct? Bloodlines. Yeah. Simpler. Beautiful. Question two, though. Question two. 
stick with the draft theme a little bit. We got 371 players currently in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. How many of them went undrafted? Got A, 15, B, 22, C, 13, and D, 25. All right, we're going to flip one, two, three. B's all across the b b board. It is B, 22. Mm. Well done, gentlemen. Better two points there. I didn't, I didn't write all of them down. There were so many obscure guys from like the 50s, but there are some recent ones which are pretty cool. Kurt Warner, John Randall, to name a couple. Donnie Shell just got in, played with the Steelers back in the 70s. Okay. In 2020, which is kind of cool. Wait. Rod Smith's still not in. I've been, I would campaign for him all day. Receiver from the Broncos yeah, back I remember in the him. 90s. Yeah, he was a stud there uh, during during the late Elway years. There's definitely yeah. someone on that list. It's like Whitey Arbuckle from the Steagles. He was a kicker, <laughs> punt returner, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and offensive lineman. Based in Lancaster, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> that should there should be a separate Hall of Fame for guys like that. It's like you guys need to be in your own wing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Some of the numbers for that draft are just wild, though. Like the most popular picks to get to the hall of fame were like one and four in the first round and like seven and nine were like only four total hall of famers of all the first rounds i think six is like a very bad pick historically as well there's a few that are like not not where you want to be it's so great when you have all that years of data and you can kind of look back and there are patterns yeah more than more than you would think no but question three Question three, three points, gentlemen. Little NBA. So the eight-seeded Miami Heat currently leading the top-seed Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis hopefully can come back and help in the first round of the NBA playoffs. How many times has an eight defeated a one-seed? A, two, B, six, C, five, and D, four. D, yeah, D, four. R2, D, four. We're going to flip one, two, three two d's and an a is the four times got the 1994 denver nuggets the 1999 knicks the 07 warriors and the 2011 grizzlies i remember it's all that. fairly recent i remember that warrior team being the spurs yeah i remember that one too big pop well not the start i was looking for maybe i can salvage things here with question four question four it's a tough one we'll go nhl here the yeah, NHL yeah. playoffs heating up. Name the only team to ever win the Stanley Cup in overtime of Game 7. Got A, the Oilers, B, the New York Islanders, C, the Detroit Red Wings, or D, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I, that was probably so wild. Yeah, I remember that... Uh, when we were at senior week, Patrick Kane, I think, won the game in overtime against the Flyers, but that was not a game seven. I think it was a game six or game five. Um, but nonetheless, I digress. One, two, three. Uh, Joe put Islanders. I put B. I think that's the same answer. And Evan put C. Is the Red Wings back in C. C. So, Doc, well done. Four points there. I think it was back in, like, 1954. I was just, like, scouring the internet for, like, some good NHL stuff, and I'm like, there's uh, actually was... been a time where a team won the cup in overtime of Game 7, which is insane to me. I was, was but a wee team. lad back in 54, but I remember <laughs> it well. Firm negative 36. Gordy Howe and the boys. <laughs> that was probably really hype. Sad to have missed it. Nothing like 50s Detroit. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Back when that was the... Best city in America, you know, and now it's just withered on the vine that is known as the Rust Belt. That's probably the northern reach. It's honorary Rust Belt, although it's up there, <laughs> up shout, there by itself. Shout out Ford. Well, Doc, <laughs> 10 points. Fuck Henry Ford. <laughs> yeah, right. And Model T. Model 10. 10 points. Double that of Joe, who's in second place. He's got five, and I only had two, and that's not where we want to be. But the good thing is I do have the whole month of May. Going to try to catch up. Can't do much worse than this one, but we'll see. Kev, we appreciate having you on. Going to be definitely talking over the next 24 hours plus as we get into the draft. Have some great sports on otherwise tomorrow, too. 
going to be a good one. Absolutely. Can't wait for it, boys. And shout out Collage Cansey. So I'm hoping the Ravens take tomorrow. Wouldn't be mad at that. I'm I really wouldn't be. I'm kind of pulling for Joey Porter Jr., I think, at this point. We'll see. We'll yeah. find out probably around 10 o'clock tomorrow night. Probably not. Hopefully. It's going to be a struggle. Yeah, for sure. But we'll get it done. We'll see right, you. Boys. See you soon, Kevin. All right, Kevin. Later. 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 Not the start I was looking for there, as I said, but... Hmm. I was going to say I've come back from things. Get. Yeah, I was going to say I've come back from these things before, but that's not actually true yet. <laughs> so we'll see how the rest of this double month goes. Moving to soapboxes, though, I'll kick things off. I've got a two-parter here. First one is a little sadder than... Actually, they're both kind of sad in their own different ways. Uh, Bam Margera. Saw him on TMZ. Apparently was threatening to kill some of his, uh, I think it was his brother. Phil and his yeah. brother. And um, I don't know if Ape was involved. And that's funny, we just mentioned Jackass Jack earlier. Yep. Yeah. I, I'd almost uh, I'd almost pre-segued myself, but I held held back. <laughs> um, Excuse me as I pre-segued myself. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, Viva, Viva La Bam, he was a great street skater forever. Jackass, obviously, is eternal. CKY was a yeah. proving ground. Just, uh, I, I was talking to my brother about it. He put it best, uh, drugs and CTE. My dude, dude's yeah. been hitting the head and he hasn't done any favors in the meantime. No. So you hate to see it. Uh, apparently every time he commits, he had a warrant out already in Pennsylvania for like assault at a bar. Uh, every time he seems to commit one of these acts, he disappears into the woods. Mm. Like literally like four times that it's happened. So no. hopefully nothing bad happens. Hopefully he goes the way of Steve-O. And finally finds some at least peace some and solace. Yeah. yeah, like there's a way out. And we love you, Bam. I mean, I remember when Jackass first came on MTV. That may have been like 99 or something like that. That feels but it, right. It was so raw. I was like, holy shit. And as like a young boy and this fucking and awesome. brother and then all of our friends. I mean, watching that shit. Yeah, it, it was wild. And that was coinciding with South Park and Eminem. It was a it's great quite time. A time of... To be alive as a suburban kid. It was a great time. Uh, second part of my soapbox. I heard a story on Bob and Tom this morning. Apparently Mike Trout's uncle had been at a Little League game of Mr. Trout's. Years back, of course. 25 years ago, I'd say. Mike hit a home run at the Little League game. Had gotten the ball afterwards. Signed the ball. Gave it to his uncle as a as a keepsake. Well, the uncle decided to sell the ball last weekend mm. for $15,000. Kind of, A, a weird thing to be betting or uh, bidding on, but B, what are you doing, uncle? Well, I mean, <laughs> like, like, that's what? a cool piece of memorabilia if you're just a Mike Trout fan. Yeah. But yeah, hey, unk. You're selling it for fifteen grand. Like I make that every hour. Every at bat. Yeah. What, yeah, it's like I'll break you off some more. Well, maybe there's more than me see eye. Maybe he's, he's no got good. a gambling addiction yeah. or something, right? Yeah, and he's you got know debts to pay. Some families not, not every family is full of great people. Sometimes you just <laughs> get stuck with a shithead. <laughs> and he's like, I'm selling a home run yet when you were twelve. You'll get like, over it. Okay, I guess you can really use that fifteen grand. You're like, please don't hit me and up don't, ever. Yeah, don't hit me up again <laughs> Ever like, again. Uh, but fun story there. Definitely, like I said, sad in its own way. Doc, what do you got for us? So when we're recording this podcast, I like to have my phone in front of me, using it, you know, to look up things, schedules of games, odds, just even other random shit, things I just want to say or tangential thoughts. That's what I do. You should see how many tabs I have open on my Safari. I'm kind of always sure. operating at 500, so then I just go through and call the herd until I get bored and start all over again. But this microphone we had been using was just a bare, a bare mic. Didn't have any of that uh, good like Marty Scorsese eyebrows on it, <laughs> anything like that. So the phone would interfere. Like it would hit, you could hear some phone static, like... Whir! 
which is fucked up. It's 2023. I don't need my electronics interfering with each other now. This isn't 2002. This isn't dial-up modem shit, okay? So if we could just figure out a way to have every electronic have that scrambler, I don't need any feedback. I mean, mics and speakers, you're still somewhere and someone's going, screeching, sibilance, sibilance. There's another one of those that sucks, and like my wireless key entry to my car. Oh, right. The key fob gets blocked even if I have like a debit card that has like the RFID chip. Yeah. So now it's not going to like fucking unlock when I put my hand on there. So you just have to go. So I have to manually use the button. (laughs) Like some fucking peasant. (laughs) It's bullshit. 1982. This isn't the time travel I was talking about. But it is weird with even that because. You can have your credit card or any type of card be kind of neutralized with a magnet, right? I mean, isn't that kind of what they say? That's what they say. Yeah, well, okay. I'm not going to be the guy to test it out. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I need, can you guys send me a new card? It's like, what'd you do? Did you do the magnet trick again? It's like, yeah. (laughs) Y'all know me so well. (laughs) No more free replacements. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Producer <laughs> Joe, why don't you wrap things up for us? Uh, yeah, I really don't have any soapboxes. I got things to complain about, but I'm trying to be more positive, you know? So, uh, sure, if you want to throw out some keywords, we can do it for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just tra- traffic? <laughs> yeah. People traffic? Uh, grocery shopping or yeah, just shopping in general? Mm. Traffic uh, there as well. That's that's sure. more of Look, yeah, where it comes don't from. Don't you think people are largely fucking clueless? It seems. Well, and they're also large too. <laughs> so they're like stretching across. Large the and they're like the human version of like a dually pickup truck. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like you can't manage a traffic circle. You certainly can't, you know, hairpin this fucking coffee aisle for me. And how many things and what things are in your shopping cart? We could do a drive-by and probably do a pretty good guess I mean, on I, these people. How many times I like try to go down a, an aisle and there's just a family fighting over something stupid? Right. <laughs> like there was one kid that was going over like the different types of Oreos, and he was like, "Raise your hand if if you guys want these peanut butter Oreos." Mm-hmm. And nobody, and he's like, "Well, I want the peanut butter Oreos." I'm, I'm glad like, don't offer your vote because yeah. a fuck peanut butter or an Oreo should just be an Oreo. <laughs> it's just the the black cookie and the cream filling in here. The hydroxies. I used to the hydroxychloric Quinnipiac, but <laughs> I used to be one for the double stuffed Oreos because as a kid, it's like, ooh. You want more of the sweet stuff, or if you eat Lucky Charms, you may be seeking out the marshmallows, and you could leave some of the cereal stars behind. Guilty. Okay, same. Also guilty on that. Cat food. That's that's your pedigree. (laughs) But the thing is, in my older age, and as I've lost a bit of a sweet tooth, just the classic Oreo is good enough. It is. It really is. It really, like, that is almost one of the perfect cookies. If that's what you're into, like a wafer ice cream sandwich thing, chocolate chip cookies are also good. Do you go soft or crunchy on those guys? Crunchy. Have a take. Crunchy. crunchy. You want like a more of like a famous Amos type as opposed to like love, an oven baked salt. The, I love chips deluxe. Like the chewies, chewies are great when they're actually home baked. When they're but fresh it, when out they're, of the oven. When they're packaged though, it's not the same. They're just like undercooked, and, and it's just it's not it's, it's not, not good. good. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you there. Yep. Couldn't agree more. You slide those in the microwave for now. I would say twelve seconds. You Oreos might, from the fridge, which I got the idea because never done that because uh, the Hoffman sisters put their Reese's cups in the fridge, yeah, which is also so a, which is a good suit, idea, which yeah. works great. But yeah, cold Oreo, man. They also oh, brush their like... teeth before eating breakfast, though. So we have questions. So do I. I, <laughs> I do not. Yeah, no, you yeah, get your teeth dirty, do, then you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will be brushing after this. I agree. But that's definitely a hot topic. But different strokes for different needs. Yes, indeed. Great episode, though. Stoked to have everyone back. It's been, it's been a while. A little bit of housekeeping. Had an episode or a blog rather come out today. Nomads, kind mm. of a, a testament to the former Oakland Athletics, a team that's kind of been in limbo for a while. Something that we. 
are a little bit more sensitive than other cities to in Baltimore. So, yeah, there's been some conjecture about us in Nashville or yes, whatever. Not so. to mention the Colts in the first or uh, before before our oh, time, sure, but yeah. yeah, before our time. But the, yes, the Nashville we did bring that up in there as well. Um, really enjoyed writing that one. So make sure to check that out. We'll definitely want to hear any and all feedback, good, bad, and sad. Yeah, check those out. A lot of great writing being churned out by the Chopping Lines folks and affiliates. Uh, the boys at work. We got our final mock draft coming out tomorrow as well. We'll get that out first thing. Give you plenty of time to read that before the draft at 8. Minor league spotlights on Mikey Romero of the Boston Sucks on Friday. Got a lot of that done today, so fun article there. And then we'll have our Orioles report next Tuesday. Busy times. We'll have an NA, our NFL draft review in there somewhere. And then at some point I'll get to take at least not a four blogs a week break. Uh, but busy times. We enjoy y'all coming out. We enjoy your reading, following, sharing, all of the above. We wouldn't and couldn't do it without you. You boys got anything else for us? Not at all. It's good to be back, and here we are, potting yet again Great. as a team. Great to have you back next time we speak. It's going to be May. Chop a line now. <laughs> <laughs>